Welcome to Gross Anatomy. We're live with Gross Anatomy Podcast. Cool. Where we discuss the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine, medicine mm-hmm. and how it relates to pop culture, movies, TV, the world around us, and books. Books and books. So I'm home. We're home today. This is the weekend. We're recording over the weekend, and I'm home. And we're recording. Uh, I'm actually in my daughter's bedroom, hiding out because she's downstairs in the in the office doing doing work. So, yeah. Um, so, Dr. Cohen, did you hear about the unfortunate news? The Black Panther star actor Chadwick Boseman died of crazy. Cohen yeah, we were. Cancer. So I wanted to ask cancer. you about yeah. that because it said he was diagnosed um, with stage three colon cancer. Four years ago. So he would have been 39 Insane. at most. Insane. And, then, and then the American Cancer Society, I feel like just a few years ago, they went from age 50 that you need a screening to 45. They made it younger to 45. Yeah. But he died at 43. And I don't know how he would have known to get screened. Like, how do you, like, what are the yeah, age 39. Like, rectal bleeding? Like, how do you even know you have it? If you're yeah, like 39 is, is, is a really, is, is a pretty young age to get cancer. Um, unfortunately, you know, we do this enough, you know, we see a lot of young people with cancers and, 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 you know, occasionally we see people as late as late teens and early twenties coming down with cancers that you normally just attribute to older people. And it's, and it's devastating and, and, and heartbreaking. Um, and unfortunately, as we're seeing it more often, or, or maybe we're seeing it more often just because we're busy and, and that's what we do as my, my partners, a lot of us, we do cancer surgery. So uh, we tend to see more and more of it. Is the incidence getting, getting lower? Uh, I'm, I'm not so sure um, if that's truly the case, if the incidence, age incidence is going down, but um, we do know because of screening tools, every few years, everything changed. You know, we always, we're constantly changing our recommendations with mammograms, with screening colonoscopies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now, um, the age, the recommended age is 40 or 45, right? For a while it was 50, right. um, 40, 45. So th- the things that we think about our family history is the main thing, you know? So um, if someone has first degree relatives, uh, with colon cancer, definitely make the age younger to start screening, or several family members, not necessarily first degree. So I, I don't know what his family uh, history was, um, but and often it, it there may not even be a family history. So you know, so if you have a family that's, history, that's an that's obvious a really one. scary thing because that's the only thing you can think to do with like genetic testing is you have to tell them a family history. If you don't right. have one, I mean. It, yeah. Although so, it's interesting, you know, we talked about um, on our on our um, podcast with Invite, mm-hmm. right? Is that That's who we were? Company. Yeah. And the, our geneticist recommended everybody just get genetic tested early on. Now he could have still had colon cancer. That's not a genetically predisposed colon cancer. So even if he had gotten genetic tested, yeah. it's possible he may not have, we may not have found the colon cancer gene or anything like right. that. It could have just been a spontaneous um, development. 
then there are certain side effects. But unfortunately, a lot of cancers that occur in someone's abdomen often don't necessarily present until late, until people, because the abdomen is pretty big. You can hide a lot of stuff in someone's abdomen. And that's why, like why with ovarian cancer, with women with ovarian cancer, it's usually not found until late. And often, not always, but often that's what happens too with colon cancers is they're either bigger or bulkier and they grow and someone starts having symptoms, either pain or discomfort. Mm-hmm. Earlier on, though, some people may start noticing, if it's a smaller cancer, they may start noticing changes in their bowel habits. And rather than just choke it up to, oh, it's what I'm eating, people should be more aware if they start having changes from their normal bowel movements. You know, some people are like, oh, it's normal for me to only poop once a week. That's their normal. You don't have to freak out. But if someone, you know, went from pooping X number of times a week or X number of times a day and all of a sudden it changes that should trigger a reason to go get checked. Okay. And then also um, sometimes early fullness after eating could, could trigger a reason to go get checked out, but usually that might be a later symptom, unfortunately. Um, but then sometimes people, you know, the, the one obvious one is some blood in your poop. You know, if you see blood uh, within your poop or, or something like that, that's another reason to say, hey, let's not ignore this. Let's go get checked out. Right. So is there, so there's usually not any like abdomen pain, right? Like no. usually not. And, and even when it's advanced, you may not see any abdominal pain. You may, you know, advanced colon. So colon is basically a tube mm-hmm. that um, the main job of the colon is to kind of absorb the water from our intestines, um, from all the digestion and everything. And now by the time it gets to the colon, it's basically your poop and ready to get out but there's a lot of water and the colon's job is to kind of just store it there to get it out and also to absorb the water. Um, and so it's a long tube. So when a cancer is more advanced and starts blocking that tube, then people may start having pain and discomfort and gas and cramps and things like that. But that's usually more of an advanced uh, finding too. At least, you know, we, there's, there's different types of advanced with colon cancer, there's advanced, you know, we talk about the stages, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's stage one to four always. And it's easy to think of one being the best and four being the worst. And the reason four, pretty much with all cancer, if anyone's stage four of all cancer, it basically means that now it's spread to other parts of the body. That, that's what stage four means okay. that, that with any cancer. So breast cancer, now it's spread to the bones or the lungs or who knows what. Colon cancer, same thing. Maybe now it's spread to the liver or the bones or the lungs. That's what stage four means. Okay. Stage one typically means that it's cancer just localized within that organ. So it's just you know a, a tumor or growth within the colon and there's really no spread. And then stage two tends to mean, at least with colon cancer, that it's bigger and bulkier, the cancer, and it's through more of the wall of the colon, um, sometimes even stuck to stuff around it, but still not in other organs. Mm-hmm. And then stage three, it finally means now it's in the lymph nodes, because typically a lot of cancers, they could spread different ways. Um, colon cancer could spread either by what it's touching, you know, if it's, if it's growing through the wall and it's now touching something next to it, it could spread that way. Um, it could also spread by blood, but typically it spreads by lymph nodes. So if the lymph nodes, which drain, we have lymph nodes everywhere that drain all of our different parts of the body. So with the colon lymph nodes, once it's 
it's in the lymph nodes, then it means that now there's a higher chance that it could spread to other parts of the body too. And typically that's in colon cancer, that's what stage three is. Now it's, now it's in the lymph nodes and can potentially spread to other parts of the body. So, um, so it sounds like he, have you seen people survive stage three colon cancer? Like, yeah, yeah. And, um, Unfortunately, they need aggressive, usually they need, you know, real hard chemotherapy uh, and surgery. And depending on what part of the colon or rectum the cancer is, they may need radiation. Um, But yeah, people could certainly survive stage three, um, especially more than four years. But, you know, um, different people's cancers have different levels of aggressiveness too. um, And different people respond differently to chemotherapy. And unfortunately, there's a component of luck, too, I, I hate to say. Um, no, I mean, it, it seems like yeah. that. And, you know, going through medical training and surgical training, we used to say, especially in our trauma rotations, you know, when, when someone would come in shot, for example, um, if it was like a little dinky gunshot, but that person was a really nice person and a sweet person, they die. You know, that was kind of like the joke. And if like it was an evil gang member, horrible murderer who mm. came in with gunshot everywhere, somehow they'd survive, you know? Right. So my so the theory goes that Chadwick Bozeman was probably like a super great guy. And it looks like he was, and sure enough, you know, he he, he had a bad outcome. And and that's like our, our silly superstition of medicine a little bit. Well, I think the medical consultants on ER would at least agree with you because it seemed like that's how the show went too. Like, you know, the, oh, really? you knew if they were like right. really saint-like, oh, they're not going to survive this one. Right, right. And and just to go on another somber note, my mother, uh, who, who unfortunately died 20 years ago um, at the age of 58 from lung cancer, um, her, um, our cat just sneezed, her, um, she di- was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, which meant that it spread to other parts of her body. And she was an amazing, righteous woman. And sure enough, she only lived a year and a half from the time of her diagnosis. So all in in line with that theory. And the reason why, you know, just the reason why we do colonoscopies is the amazing thing about colon cancer, just like breast cancer too, is what we've learned and figured out. And not all cancers, but um, colon cancer often, not always, but almost always starts as a benign, non-cancerous polyp or growth. Mm-hmm. And not all polyps or growths of the, in the colon turn into cancer, but that is the progression that we know. A lot of them start out as normal, benign, non-cancerous little growths. Then they could go to somewhat irregular, then a little more irregular, and over time will develop into cancer. And that's why the recommendation is to get screening colonoscopies in people to see if they could see those polyps before it's a cancer to remove them to prevent cancer. So colonoscopy is a preventative. In addition to the fact that it's diagnostic, it's hopefully preventative to prevent people from developing colon cancer. And that's why if you have a family history of colon cancer, you know, the age at which the person had colon cancer in your family, you should definitely get a colonoscopy at that age, if not earlier, mm-hmm. as a screening. So I have a friend whose dad died um, in his 50s from colon cancer. So he got yeah. a screening when he was 33, just to be sure. 
Does he need yeah. to go? And they were like, you're fine. But does he, does he keep going every year? Like how often? No, not every year. So if his colonoscopy was fine, there's kind of different algorithms and I don't know for sure. Um, so if he had polyps, then they would probably say, we'll see you again in a year to okay. see if anything new has grown. If he doesn't have polyps, they'd probably say, I'll see you in two to three years. Okay. And then, you know, and they kind of, it's like usually one, three, five number of years to check someone, but it all depends on what gets found during that colonoscopy. Got it. Okay. Got yeah. it. But he, you know, I'd read a little bit about him as an actor. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly, he didn't really break big until age 35, which is pretty late for an actor. He was in the movie 42. Um, at age 35, but it, it seemed like he seemed a lot younger, first of all, yeah. didn't he? And, and he really was a phenomenal actor. And there are a lot of uh, upcoming projects uh, that I'm looking forward to seeing. There's a play called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom right, that I had right. read as a kid, and, and he was in that. And I think Denzel Washington may have helped produce it or something. And I'm, I'm really looking forward yeah, to seeing Yeah, I'm it. looking forward to that too. That's, I think that's an August Wilson play, is that right? Yeah. And then. Exactly. Um, Viola Davis is in that too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that yeah. one. Well, in other pop culture news, uh, a lot of shows are getting canceled. I don't know if you watch any of these shows, but Netflix just canceled The Society, and I'm not okay with this. Have you ever heard of either of those? I've heard of both of them, and I never saw either of them, though. Well, they Have both got renewed, and then because of COVID, Netflix just said that they COVID? Had What's COVID? <laughs> I know. What's right? COVID? Yeah. Well, because... Um, in order to film anything nowadays, they're, they're saying that you have to have COVID coordinators and all these extra health and safety people, which for yeah. they're saying can cost a million more dollars. And so if right. you're a small budget TV show or movie, then I guess Netflix, even though I think that they're making a lot of money now, is not willing to Yeah, pay. they have a couple of, I think they have a couple of bucks. I know. I just don't know why they're not yes. willing to pay it. Hopefully your favorite shows Keeps don't case. get canceled. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, probably what they should do is is hire me to be their uh, <laughs> consultant and just give me tons of credit and stuff, you know, and maybe move money on the back end. Well, that that might be the way to do it. I just don't think we're going to see a lot of new shows now, unfortunately. Um, no, I think we are. I think we're going to see more creative ways of doing shows. Do like you and I talked about it. They should oh, start yeah, filming yeah. shows, you know, on like on this medium or on phones. And, and I'm oh, really surprised true. no... No one's tried to do anything like that yet. I'm I'm so inclined to try to do something like I that. I think that you might, yeah, you might be right. I know a lot more animation, like Comedy Central is doing more animation shows. Right. But I think that, I mean, I'm not that into like animated series. So I think people need to find more creative ways. Like Big Mouth. Quibi is on the phone, so they can just make a we show. We love Big Mouth, though, animated Oh, shows. that's true. You do like really Big Mouth. Can't wait for that to come back out. Well, so that one shouldn't be that one should be fine. Hopefully not. All right. Quibi, you would think, is going to do well in this medium, but who knows? But I, I don't totally understand. Right yeah, uh, but I, I don't know why no one's really tried to come up with... I, I, think, I think maybe people are too... are holding on to the old principles a little bit. I think people are probably a little bit too much of a pur purists, mm -hmm. and, you know, they're too much into their art, and, oh, the quality's not as good... So we can't watch it on, which I think is silly, but I, I think maybe, I, I don't, un, I really don't understand why no one's trying to shoot. Maybe, maybe it'll, it'll cheapen 
entertainment and they'll, their salaries will go down if they realize that they could do it for much cheaper. I, I think that's because, I mean, just looking at me and you on this thing, mm-hmm. it looks fine. I, I'd watch a movie looking at you like it that. Does, well, I, I, that's how everyone's doing talk shows now. Like I still watch Conan O'Brien and it's like this and I'm now I'm used to it. Right. What's interesting is we have a friend who's involved in special effects and stuff. And remember how a while ago there was a concert within the video game Fortnite? Do, do you remember that? Mm-mm. Yeah. So they, they, I forgot who the concert was, but it was like a real, I'm embarrassed. My kids would be able to tell me, I forgot who that was. A concert filmed, like, so people would tune in to this video game at a certain time and there was a concert. I think that's about to start. So our friend who's in special effects I think he's looking into that medium and I think okay. there's going to be a lot more of concerts delivered through interesting, weird content, whether yeah, that's, video that's, games that's or crazy. yeah. And interactive and maybe virtual reality. And so that, that could be cool. Um, but yeah, no, but shows are getting shut down. Uh, I do know a lot of people, a lot of doctors. In fact, I think Dr. Jeff Toll, who was one of our guests, it wouldn't surprise me. He's very entrepreneurial if he's already kind of involved, right? He does the high-end testing, COVID testing mm-hmm. for people to see about doing big parties and things like that. He strikes me as someone who we would probably see as being invited to go to sets and making sure the actors are okay and the right, crew is okay. He, he costs money. He adds to the budget. That's the problem. Right, right, for sure. But I think if they're going to want to do it, they're going to have to pay for that. You know, it's funny. My daughter, my eldest daughter is twenty was working on a show I think it was a Quibi show um, shoot, helping shoot for a little bit as a, like a production assistant or associate producer and basically her job was this is a couple of months ago her job was making sure everybody was staying enough apart and everybody was masked and when they're not doing stuff and you know she was getting paid to basically help do that stuff granted it wasn't a ton of money um, but I thought that was pretty cool and interesting. Yeah. And that's, and that's the reality. Required. Yeah. It's like health and safety coordinator sounds like kind of what she was doing. So yeah. Yeah. is there a show that you would be really devastated that they canceled? Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, Everyone's still mad about Game of Thrones about the ending. I still see articles. About I know. It. They should have canceled that before the I ending. Know. I just want him to finish his books and, and see if they're going to be different. Uh, the author. So nobody thinks so, he's gonna. I want to make sure now. he doesn't get Corona because I want him because he's he's not a young man anymore. I want to make sure he finishes those. I feel books. like most people are betting on him never finishing it, but I hope I right. hope they're wrong. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what about you? Are there is there some show? Yeah, there's some shows. What about you? Are there some shows you well, are worried could get canceled? They already. I like the show. I'm sorry. It's on Netflix, but it's not. You know how Netflix claims everything's its its show. It wasn't an actual Netflix original. They just canceled it. She wrote ten episodes. They were two weeks into filming, and they just canceled season three. So I have a feeling there's more to it, though, right? There's there's always more to it. I don't know. I hope somebody picks it up. But uh, I really like that show. I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling they're not going to cancel like Ozark. Like that's that's what I'm worried about. Stranger Things. I think just got a additional season. So maybe that's just right. decided to invest in those shows. Right. Yeah, I guess they have to pick and choose now how to spend their their money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go. I know you got to go take your daughter to her friend's house. 
So right. thank you for joining us, everyone, for this uh, weekend edition yeah. of Girls Anatomy podcast. On a weekend. I like the weekend taping with my mellow look. Thanks, Dr. Collins. Thanks, Lauren. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.